Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. All right, guys, welcome back to episode seven of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am here with one of my very favorite ladies who I'm really, really excited to have this conversation with. I have a feeling we're going to blow some minds today, but Lana Rodriguez, one of the biggest teams in all of Colorado, ran by this incredible woman. Um, Not only is she a former military wife, just like myself, she's an incredible mom. She is doing just unbelievable things in the real estate space. Um, Her and I have been friends for what feels like a long, long time now. Um, Much more to come from the two of us in the future. But um, Lana, I'm just so excited you're here. I'm so excited for this conversation. And um, if you'll do me a favor and just introduce yourself to my audience and let them know a little bit more about you. Yeah, Michelle. Wow. Well, thank you for having me. It's amazing to be here online with Zoom and uh, hopefully we bring some value to our dear audience. And I don't know about being that amazing mom because I feel like that's always work in progress. (laughs) Amen to that. Well, I'm excited. Well, uh, friends. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm excited too. But uh, friends, I'm here out of Colorado Springs, Colorado, currently actually on my spring break with my kids in Arizona. And I have been in the business for a good seven years, a small but mighty team. Um, last year, 300 families served, um, overall over 1,500 families. And believe it or not, all our business is by referral. And on social media, I do not have accomplishments like you, Michelle, but I do have over 40,000 followers on TikTok, um, absolutely organic growth, a little over 10,000 followers on Instagram. And of course, Facebook is my bread and butter. So let's get to it. I love it. So one of the things I'm the most excited about, and anybody that knows me knows that it's not about how many followers we have. It's not about how many likes we're getting. It's not about how many views we get on our videos, right? It's about our, or is the content that we're creating, does it resonate with somebody, right? Is it connecting with somebody emotionally? Um, is it making that person feel like, man, I, I need to talk to that girl, Um, And the reason I'm so excited about this conversation with you is we're going to just kind of call it like how to post without giving a crap what other people think. Right. And that's, I think that for all of the ladies in the house who are listening to this episode, uh, Lana and I both are probably the two people who you guys need to like listen to the most when it comes to this, but Lana, especially, because if you guys are not friends with her on Facebook, uh, you need to, um, but the stuff she posts, the memes she posts, the, the fun TikTok videos. I mean, she just went underwent an, a mommy makeover and had no qualms about sharing that whatsoever. Uh, because hello, that's reality, right? We're all moms of most of us. Um, we've, we've got things that we want to fix, you know what I mean? Um, but what I'm really excited about with you is if you could just just talk to me about like when you wake up in the morning. Cause I know one of the things you do every single morning is you post um, something about happy Monday or happy Tuesday. And it's usually a fun meme and it's usually pretty sarcastic. Right. And that's another reason I love you, but um, it's usually pretty raunchy, pretty sarcastic, pretty like here's in your face, take that. Uh, so just talk to me about your thought process. And then if you want to lead it into like why, when you post it, you don't think about what is somebody going to think if I post this instead your mindset is how can I connect with somebody else that might be feeling the same way? 
This is perfect, Michelle. And I'm so glad you actually noticed what I post out of <laughs> all the friends I have. So thank you. You're well, so welcome. first of all, um, first of all, friends, it was not all butterflies and roses back in the day. It took me a long way to be comfortable with who I am. And am I fully expressing myself? Probably still not. There's probably so much more I want to do and say, but you know, freedom of speech is real, but in my industry, I cannot speak so much because I may offend somebody, right? But uh, where I started, where I started, friends, I don't know if you can hear this accent, but I'm actually, well, I was going to say I'm Russian, but it's forbidden. So I'm going to say I'm from Eastern Europe, from the country of Latvia. <laughs> and when I came to America, even how I speak physically, it was terrible. So I was even afraid to open my mouth and try to say things proper way. Um, and let's not even mention, I was like so scared to start even doing my own videos. And even up to the point, um, something that you see posted on TikTok, well, TikTok, you don't have to speak, but when I do um, educational videos with a professional photographer, videographer, or if I just recorded on my phone, believe it or not, I still retake it multiple times till I sound proper and I don't sound like an idiot. It's just because it took me like about 10 years to speak the way I speak to you guys right now, right? Uh, so if you think, you sound silly or you sound stupid, you do not, okay? You do not sound stupid or silly. Um, now, the way we look in the camera, we're being hard on ourselves, how we look in the camera. Now, uh, like me and Michelle, we're um, thick large sisters is just what we oh, do, yeah. right, girl? Uh, but um, sometimes I do not have thick lashes on or sometimes they fall out. And I got to the point where I'm still comfortable doing that, right? But number one tip that I have for our audience Whatever you do, whatever you post, and you think people are going to judge, no one fucking cares. <laughs> no one fucking cares. No one fucking cares. Uh, so just, just I know for the fact, I'm going to be posting my Monday, Tuesday morning memes. But ultimately, if I post something ranchy for that, no one cares. They see the post Lana does, they like it or not, and they move on. Okay? So don't be thinking you're going to post something, and people are going to be like, ooh, they're going to be judging me. Absolutely not. People are freaking busy. You and I, Michelle, are freaking busy. Dear audience, you are busy too. And if somebody has time on their hand to judge what you post or to discriminate or to comment or troll, they don't have a fucking life or they're not buzz babes. So moving on, right? Yeah. Um, uh, also very important. So you, you, you mentioned I post my morning things. Uh, just some, like most of our audience, I'm a squirrel. I know, Michelle, you're not because you're like this super organized boss. <laughs> female leader who has her shit together, I do not, okay? Um, from the minute I wake up by uh, my son, my, my three-year-old actually still sleeps in my bedroom, separate bed in the baby crib. Uh, do not judge me, moms, do not judge me. Mm -mm. It's just how it is. Uh, so that he wakes me up that I don't need alarm clock every time on the dot at seven o'clock. I have about 10 minute grace period. When I wake up, I drink my water because we like to hydrate, right? And then um, I check all my social media accounts, make sure there's not emergency, there's no messages, I need to reply right away. And then I already have my posts, my mean posts, my funny posts, pre-saved, pre-saved, because I'm the kind of person I'm scrolling, I'm screenshotting and saving it in my folder. Because if you don't do that, and especially Instagram, that, that information is gone. It's poof, you're never gonna see it again. And then I choose the meme, I'm feeling it in myself, and I post it in the morning, and I'm like, good morning, happy Tuesday, hashtag blast, blah, blah. And that's what I do. Because if I do not that in the morning, it's never going to get done during my day. 
because then starting eight, nine o'clock after I drop off kids to school, the real estate work starts coming in. And that's always a priority. That's always a priority. So for some of you who, and you know what? Um, I noticed that some of my teammates adopted that method too. Um, I know my, my, my buyer specialist and my listing specialist, every once in a while, they do those posts. And I'm like, good for you, girl. Like, come on, it's not, it's not hard. And like, for example, another, another way to start supporting uh, your social media presence and fellow creators start resharing their shit. Like you see something funny or something you can relate to, reshare that, okay? Reshare it on Instagram, reshare it on Facebook, reshare it in the stories. I mean, like we just, let's just support each other. I always do that. I'm like, I see something Michelle posted. I'm like, this is funny as fuck. I'm just going to reshare it, you know? And that's how you start building that up. Michelle, if I might add add another, for some of the people who, like they want to start being more active, but then I'm sure where to start, start with the stories, okay? Because the way stories are, like people gonna kind of see them low key and kind of not. And that's how I got super, um, you know, like my stories, sometimes if not busy, if I'm not forgetting to post the story, they're gonna be pretty entertaining. Like I wanna post all these, my travels right with my kids right now, but you know what, it's just been crazy traveling with them. So I completely was out of the loop. I was not on social media, but usually I would be like, yeah, look, airport fun, my kid is breaking down, haha. You know, things mm. like this, but it was just too much this time. Uh, start posting with stories. You can actually post anything, anything. Like you don't have to be shy or see something what I would post on my Facebook wall would be much different what I would post in a story. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to come across, um, let's say um, our avatar, Nancy. Let's see, Nancy wants to get super savvy on Instagram and Facebook. Well, Nancy, do not get crazy. Do not start posting on your Instagram wall or Facebook wall. All these things you're thinking about, you're eating, this People be like, is Nancy okay, Nancy? Just posted 10 things. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the stories are for. That's what the stories are for. That's what people, people who want to see what you have to, what I'm up to, what Michelle is up to. Mm-hmm. They can go to your store and they're going to see you're eating, you're drinking. Yeah. And it's just organic way to express yourself. But uh, what, what the way for me, the way I broke it down my content, right? And by no means, all the credit to Michelle, you, because you are the Instagram guru. I'm just here. I'm just selling <laughs> real estate and having a little bit of fun. But okay, so Facebook. Because um, I have my friends and colleagues divided Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have LinkedIn. My LinkedIn died. I mean, I have a LinkedIn account, but my LinkedIn died. The minute I got into real estate, because I was really active on it when I was back in retail, believe it or not, on LinkedIn, I scored my dream job, with a, which was um, in 2011, a store manager of Michael Kors. Amazing. So LinkedIn still works. LinkedIn is not dead. You know, you know that's a LinkedIn not dead. It's only alive. But it's like God, not dead. But I just made it up with LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. <laughs> but um, there is also YouTube, right? But on YouTube, yeah. it, you, you, you produce content. You don't get followers and get follow back. I mean, I, maybe you do, but I don't know. But on Facebook, it's all my professional connections. I have my client Facebook group for my clients who bought and sold with me. So I'm interacting there, right? It's very just very strategic content, strategic messaging. Um, all of you listening, tip number two, if you're taking notes, which you should be, maybe not, maybe, um, you should all be almost at 5,000 friends. Like I have been for uh, almost 5,000 friends for years now. So every time I want to add somebody, I have to remove somebody, right? And when I was a brand new agent in Colorado Springs in 2014, 15, 
who do you think I friended? I friended all the local, local brokers. Why did I, why did I do that? Because I wanted to watch their shit. I wanted to see what they do, what they don't do, right? Now, at this point, what do you think? I defriend all these people. I defriend them because there's not much, not much more value I can get out of it. I still leave top producers who do a lot of listings. Remember, listings are key in the special low market inventory. But <laughs> now I'm adding amazing professionals like yourself, Michelle, agents across the country who I want them to know who I am. And then possibly we exchange referrals in the future, right? So Facebook for me now is a very professional platform. Um, I'm going to post fun content, but not too much, right? I'm probably not going to do a Facebook Live and do little cast words there because, no, that's not who professional Lana is. You know, listing appointment Lana, speaker Lana. But then there's Instagram. And on Instagram, we can let little loose because Instagram, I have, you know, um, like my following is bigger. And I feel like on Instagram, no one is going to judge me, right? But then there's TikTok. And for example, all my mommy makeover raw content, I'm posting on TikTok in front of like 40,000 strangers <laughs> only because that platform gives you that freedom, okay? And if somebody is going to say a mean comment, I'm like, oh, honey, you're blocked. Uh, but most of them, that's a platform for my, for my freedom of speech, freedom of sharing. And that's where I'm connecting to completely strange women sharing my journey and they're sharing their journey. Um, and I'm showing like my bleeding scars <laughs> because those people don't care. That they're there for viewing. And for example, if I'm going to do it on Facebook, my Facebook probably going to freak out and some people going to defend me. So just know your know how to pick your bottles for your postings. Yeah, I think that's incredible advice. And I I see everything you post on Facebook, right? We've been connected for a long time there. And like, I see your memes in the morning and it's one of those things like all, I don't even need to read your caption for it. Like whatever your text is, I can read the meme and be like, yep, that came from Lana. <laughs> and I just, and I love that. Right. Cause it's sometimes I think that the key with content, the key with when we're developing this avatar, as you mentioned, right. When we're trying to figure out who the person is that we're trying to connect with, we have to think about what is that person going to actually care to stop and, and look at when they're aimlessly scrolling. Right. So we go on, I mean, I'm the same way. The first thing I do in the morning when I wake up is I come downstairs, turn the coffee maker on and I'm scrolling Instagram and Facebook to make sure if I have any messages, I can answer them. Um, and you have to think about like, if you Lana, right. How are you going to get me, Michelle to stop scrolling, posting something like, Hey, I get, it might be a shitty Monday today, but it's going to be okay. Anyway, keep going. Right. Cause like sometimes somebody needs to hear that. So creating content to attract the person and to create this stop in the scroll is what this is all about. And I really want to, on a serious note, take this to people who I talk to every single day, right? They're like, I just can't, I don't, I'm boring. I don't have anything going on in the day stories. Like you want me to post what, how many five to seven stories. And I remember talking to you about this. And I think you and I, Alana did a uh, drunk on social episode where I called you yeah. out on all of that. Right. And I said, you need yes. to be doing five to seven stories per day. And I shit you not people that this woman does way more than that now. Um, but at the time she did not. Right. So that's the point is when people are trying to do this and they're like, well, I don't have five to seven things to share every single day. I'm boring. I don't go anywhere. Like, oh, well, I'm home all day or my kid was sick today. And I'm like, but that's content. Right. And why is it content? Um, and the reason is it's because somebody else out there who might be an ideal client for you 
has that experience or is currently having that experience right now as well. Right. So uh, I sold a course yesterday to somebody who her son is sick. Um, and she has a three-year-old on top of it. So her son is a little bit older than mine about a month apart. He's been really sick and her three month or sorry, her three-year-old was sitting on the dining room table in her house with markers and crayons, like everywhere. Right. And so I commented on it and I said, is that my future? Like, am I, am I looking at my future right now? And she replied back and she goes, oh my gosh, girl, you don't even know. Right. Mind you, I've never spoken to this person, but I created connection with another human that's going through the same things that I'm currently going through and will be going through in the future. She obviously is an agent, right? My ideal client is an agent. We created a relationship and she bought my course later the day in that day. Right. And when you're posting content, right, Lana, talk me through the process of who that avatar is. Cause I think that that's what people need to hear is posting a funny meme might not sound important to most people listening. They might be like, well, how does that serve, you know, me trying to get clients mm-hmm. when in reality, that's exactly what you should be posting in a lot of cases to attract the person that might find you fun. Right. Like if I see that, yeah. if I see that story from you, or I hear your personality or I see your mannerisms, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get in the car with you and spend the whole day going and looking at houses. Cause you're my girl for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This is a great question. So first of all, um, uh, you and I and our dear audience, we have to think, okay, so I'm a great realtor. No questions asked. You're a great uh, marketing coach and our audience, I'm assuming they're either marketers or they're realtors, right? But mm-hmm. here's a question you need to ask yourself, who are you? Who are you else? Who are you outside of that? For me, it's a mom. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. It's a little bit of wife humor there, but I'm a mom. Hashtag mom, two kids, done, no more kids. So believe it or not, um, when I started growing on TikTok, which was 2020, it was mom humor that got me there. Only because I was able to relate. I was able to do all these funny skits, the mom, right? Because yes, um, believe it or not, when I used to go to listing and buyer's appointments, they're like, why should we hire you? I'm like, because I'm a much better realtor than I'm a mom or a wife. And they're like, uh, mic drop. Okay. Where do we sign? I do not say that anymore because we don't want to manifest that. I definitely want to be great at all the things. So if, so for some people who are like, what do we post? Right? Well, what else do you do except being a great realtor or great marketer? Are you a dog mom? Do you have, do you love your dog? Are you a coffee enthusiast? We had a teammate who unfortunately left us because it was time to part ways. She's amazing, young gal, been with us for a year. And she she's a, she goes to the coffee, drinks coffee every morning. And she was just posting all these coffee shops every time she goes to the point where I'm like, okay, Jordan, how about you post some houses? She's like, I will post some houses, but this is my thing. And people literally started knowing her as a coffee enthusiast in her little group of things, you know? So that was her thing. So find what, what what your thing is and the avatar of a client is going to come right now of course in my team we service everybody and there's a client we're not going to service right unless you're a complete dick and you're mean to us we're not going to service you but for most time we're going to service to everyone but most of the time it's going to be a lot of military families because half of our team are former military military spouses military lifestyle is dear to us right it's just you have to be uh, very very sensitive with and specific with the military humor you know it can be very touchy but hey mom humor all day long colorado hashtag humor you know colorado life um so yeah all of us has to identify the avatar because ultimately that's going to be your connector 
So for me, it's ladies. I love ladies. Um, I have a special heart for woman empowerment. You know, when I'm like 10 years from now, I'm going to be a woman empowering speaker. But also you have to be real with yourself. Like Michelle, I see your style being very like business, very direct. Where I'm, I think I'm a comedian. Somebody just told me, are you a comedian or are you a realtor? I was like, and I took it. I did not take it as an assault. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, just, just, just being fun and funny is just escape for me. Because we know our industry is freaking hard, you know. So instead of like me being nagging and negative, I turn it into humor and my team loves it. Every time we have a team gathering, they're like sitting there and laughing. Um, I hosted a award ceremony beginning of this year. And yeah, I think I think my videographer is like, are you a comedian or are you a realtor? Because you should consider doing both because <laughs> I prepared all these speeches for everyone, you know, and, and it was just funny. But that's my way. Now, I was not like that before because remember, I couldn't speak English like 10 years ago, um, but it's just who I am. And that's why um, any meme you see or post, it's going to be on the funny side, you know, because I want to make you laugh. I want to make you happy because, um, you know, uh, for the last two years, let's be completely honest, uh, and it's still like a bunch of bullshit as we scroll through the news feed. Uh, like right now, we're about to hopefully not start a war, right? Let's finger for prayer, but do not do that. And then we have pandemic, we had riots. So like be the completely opposite from that shit. And oh, God forbid, do not start discussing politics or religion because you're going to start losing followers very, very fast. Yep. Um, there was this one meme uh, that I posted about two years ago. And it was just something super funny. And you know what? There was this builder gentleman um, out of out of state who was saying he was going to come to Colorado and work with me. And we had multiple conversations. And, you know, he messaged me. Um, he's like, how about you stuck, uh, stick, uh, stick to selling real estate instead of engaging in political, political thoughts? And I'm like, excuse me. So I um, actually defended him because it was super funny. I did not like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, but don't, yep. don't. I try that. It's not worth it because uh, that's when you're going to steer your pot. You want to stick part with your humor or with your charm, charmness. Um, and here's another tip, Michelle, for our, our audience. Sometimes when I'm running out of ideas, what do I do? A GTS. Do you know what GTS means? Get Google shit. Google that shit. Oh, Google. Uh-huh. I was going to say get shit something. I, could, I was trying to come up with what the third word was, but Google that shit. I love it. Google that shit. Yeah, Google that shit. So sometimes. Um, you know, let's say my little Snapchat folder on my phone is low and I'm like, or I'm not feeling any of these memes for today, you know, so I Google it and Google has a bunch of quotes, nice format. You just save the image, you upload it. Another thing, and it's not a bad thing, copy greatness. If you're my friend or not, if you're following me or Michelle, we post something nice or another creator post something nice, fucking copy that. You can give us credit or not give us credit. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't because I'm just too busy and repost what we post. It's okay, it's okay. And a lot of people do that. Um, I have this one little um, TikTok that went viral, viral, um, like 500,000 views, whatever. It was a little political, but only because um, I really wanted to do that. It was a tweet that I made into tweet in, a t- in TikTok. And there was people like, you, your D is not original, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, Welcome to social media. Don't you know how it works? People <laughs> copy shit all the time. My last episode, literally my last podcast episode with uh, an incredible friend of mine, Kyle Draper, the title of it was literally called Steal Like an Artist. And it's based off the book that was written. And the idea behind the book is that 
there really are no original ideas in this world anymore, right? So like, if you want to create a new business, there's probably another business that's been done similar, right? If you want to write a book, there's probably a book that's been written about something similar. If you want to create a piece of content for social media, there's most likely another post that somebody else has posted about the same exact thing. But the idea is that you being the one posting it, the person, like I could sit, I could be right here on camera and I could hold the book up and say, go read this book. And I could, you know, talk about something in the book, for example, right? Like one of my favorite leadership, self-help, whatever you want to call it books is high performance habits by Brennan Burchard, right? I've read it back in front probably five times and I could sit here and I could hold that book and I could say the thing I love about high performance habits is one, two, three, four, five, right? But my audience, are they going to remember who wrote the book or are they going to remember who told them about the book? Right. And that's yeah. the point, right. Is that me, Michelle Berman, Michael being the one to tell them about the book. That's what they're going to remember. They're going to go read the book and be like, man, Michelle was the one that told me to go read it. And so that concept that you just brought up, I think is gold. It's, we don't have to be original all the time, nor should we for that matter, because there are amazing ideas that are out there from other individuals that we can share. Um, and I think that that brings me to another question. And I, and I, I know you'll have a great answer for this, but the, when we create content, right. When we start to post content, I think a lot of times people get really stuck when they're like, well, it's not edited, right. Do I have to have a professional videographer? Do I have to have somebody following me around with a camera all the time? Um, you know, what if I post my food, is anybody going to care about my food? What if I have a fat orange cat? Does that matter? Like all of those things that people ask themselves. Right. And when I coach them, I say, that's the stuff. I think you said it perfectly. That's the connector between me and you right? Meaning me and the person posting it, right? Do we have a relationship or do we have an opportunity to have a relationship start because of what you posted? Yes or no. Um, but people are like, I'm so boring. I don't have anything to post. And you even, you went down that wormhole already. And I want to keep going there because people say, well, I'm not a very, uh, I'm opposite, right? I'm a very private person. I'm not one to share a lot of things. So what would you say to that person who knows that they need to be using social media, but they're a private person. They don't want to necessarily share pictures of their kids. Maybe they don't want to share pictures of their dog. Um, what would you tell them? Okay. Well, when you, okay. So it's going to sound really mean, but not really. When you choose to become an entrepreneur, because the realtors are entrepreneurs, we have mm-hmm. to go out and get our business. We don't have a salaried position. When you decide to become a marketer, when you decide to become a lender, you need to understand what you're stepping yourself into. Number one, people think it's easy shit. It's not easy shit. It's very hard. In my town, there are 6,000 realtors, okay? And everybody wants a piece of the pie, okay? So when I started a team, or even when I got into business, I was like, how is Lana going to be different? How are you going to be different? Michelle, you have to compete with yourself with other coaches. How are you going to be different, okay? How are you going to bring the value every day and come authentic and genuine and earn people's business? This is not easy shit. So the minute one decides they want to step into the industry and try to become a living, okay? Number one, identify your why. Your why is going to push you. Your wife is going to push you. But also you need to understand there's no more privacy. In this industry, the privacy is not a factor, Okay. Because we're in people's industry, okay? And social media is going to be it. Videos is going to be it. Even Gary, Gary Vee and all the big, big speakers and gurus say video is going to be it. So if you want to be a grandfather agent who just does one or two deals a month and no one knows about you, it's your call. But if you want to become somebody in your town, if you want to be influencer in your community, 
and you want to earn referral business and not give all your dollars to Zillow, you're going to have to open it up. I I'm telling my team, my team right now, we have some team members coming, going right now. It's 12 of us, you know, in the next three months, we're going to grow again. And I'm telling everybody, and they're probably tired of hearing me. I was like, your Facebook is no longer your private hub for your family photos. Like being, you need to be adding people, everyone you meet, it needs to be on Facebook. Number one, because Facebook, yeah, it's an older platform, but it's still, it's very hard to tell somebody, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Ah, follow me on Instagram. I mean, are you, how are you going to know if they follow your Instagram? Like, are you going to follow them? Like it's, but on Facebook, you send that friend request and you can send a message and make sure it goes through, right? So for longest time, Facebook for me was my CRM. And I tell everybody like, you need to start posting there first because average avatar, like our avatar, right? What is it like 25 to 45, something like that. They're on, on Facebook. They may be on Instagram. I don't know if they're on TikTok. They may or may not. But like, you have to do that to grow your business. You, you no longer can be a secret agent. It's not going to get you anywhere. And if that's who you are, I mean, I mean, good luck to you, but it's not going to get you, it's not going to get your grandkids retirement or you're not going to be able to buy multi-investment properties, right? Because number one, like, you know how it is. Like, okay, life is hard. Our careers are hard, but it's a big, biggest blessing for me. And now it's a biggest blessing for you. But average consumer, your client avatar, they, they don't have opportunities that you now have. And they sit at home and they want to see your shit. They want to see what Lana is doing, okay? Because Lana is maybe, maybe a role model. They want to see what Michelle is doing. And for all of you watching or listening to this episode, people want to see what you're doing because you know what? Maybe somebody's having a great day and your little motivational video that you just shoot on your freaking phone, it's going to make their fucking day, right? Uh, don't mean to uh, sound as repeat a record, but on TikTok, right? Um, because remember on TikTok, they say, you need to have a niche. You need to have a niche. And I'm like, okay. So I grew my account originally as a mom, mom, mom humor, whatever. But then I'm like, I'm not getting any leads. So I started plugging in like little uh, real estate thing. But the real estate thing is not like growing a lot. Like you get a little bit traction, you know. I connected with a lot of local realtors. But then when I was going through this mommy makeover, the reason why I started being raw and posted about it is because for my own due diligence, I had to go, I had to talk to like five ladies, there is not enough information for recovery from mommy makeover. Just from the start where my doctor, my doctor did an excellent job, but his information to me was so basic where I already was prepared much more advanced without his help. Just as how it is. I identified five ladies, talked to this mommy makeover things, right? But number one, I had to just decide I'm going to do it. My husband's like, you're fucking crazy. You're going to post all this shit on social media? I'm like, yes, I will. Yeah, I will. I will. What are you going to do about it? Well, anyway, that's a completely separate My husband was bottling me actually just to do TikTok since like day one. He doesn't believe in that. But do we care? We don't really care, you know? And and believe it or not, so many teammates reached out to me. They're like, thank you for sharing it. And because like we were afraid. Now we see that you got it. We can do it. And that like makes me feel so empowered. It's not real estate. It's not more leads, but I'm feeling like I'm helping somebody. And it's a great fucking feeling. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell, I've told the story multiple times and I'll, I'll tell it again. Right. And you know, my, my life story recently, you know, my husband and I moved across the country with a two week old. So my son yeah. was born 
Um, right before we knew we were moving to Louisiana, um, I, we didn't even, I, I was still pregnant when we knew we were, had to move to Louisiana. So we had no furniture in our house. I still remember getting the beautiful present from you and being like, that was the first piece of food I've eaten all day because we have nothing in our fridge. Cause it's all packed Aww. and gone. Uh, you know, just like I, I went through this experience and then now moving across the country, my son was two weeks old at the time. Um, you know, we don't have any family here. We have no friends here. Um, I have a very successful business with girls that, that work for me, which is great, but there was still a lot of stress about having to move across the country, being a mom, a new mom at that, um, being in a place with no help, no family, all of those things. Oh, and mind you, my husband used to be home all day and now has a full-time job and is gone for 10 hours a day. And I'm a new mom in, in that same thing. So I'm learning how to do all of these things. And I gotta be honest, right? The postpartum depression was horrible. It was so bad. I mean, there was a, a morning I called my mother-in-law and I just cried my eyes out. And I said, you know, mom, like I'm struggling here. Like, I don't know who to talk to. I don't, my, my neighbor is a cow. Like, what do I do? You know? Um, and she's like, you get your ass in the car and you come to Dallas and you hang out for a week. So I did. But the point of the matter is that I've created, I've created this vulnerability in myself that has allowed other people to want to talk to me because of that. Right. So there's tons of moms or sons of wives. There's a lot of military families that I've worked or military agents, I should say that I've worked with recently because I've been willing to share a lot of those things. Um, so my connector in a lot of cases is that I'm a mom, right. And it is that I'm somebody that has a business and is trying to juggle both is the fact that I live in a military town where like the population is literally 5,000. Um, half the houses are falling over because they, of the hurricanes, um, and nobody had the money to rebuild anything. So the closest store is a Walmart and it's like 20 minutes away. There's no Starbucks. Like these are the things that I talk about. Right. And people resonate with that. People have connection to that. Um, and so all that just goes to shape to say that vulnerability is where our power lies. So if you want to, if you want to be in business in five years and you're not willing to use social media, you're not willing to post on Instagram, you think that, you know, everything has to be super, super private. Like, I mean, just stop even trying in my opinion, right? Like it's just not going to work. Um, and I, I talked to a lady this morning who posted in lab coat agents, you know, I, you and I both are in that group, um, asking yeah. for a referral, right? She asked for a referral for a specific city. And I went to her profile, went to her Facebook. I went to her Instagram and I'm like, or I even Googled her. I literally Googled her to try to find her on Zillow, try to anything on her Berkshire Hathaway, like landing page that had like her face, her description, the whole thing. I kid you not. I could not find this woman's cell phone number anywhere. Zero. Right. And I'm like, you're missing the, the boat here. And she goes, Oh, well, I, yeah. I don't like sharing my cell phone number when I finally got connected to her. And I'm like, ma'am, you're, you just posted in lab code agents, the number one Facebook group on the planet for referrals. Um, and you don't want to share your cell phone number. How do you expect them to want to get a hold of you? You know, exactly. So that's all my long winded way of agreeing with what you were saying of like, you have to, you just have to, if you want to be relevant in this business, you said it, you said video and I, I couldn't agree more. And, and I don't like being on video. Sometimes I don't like the sound of my voice. Um, and my lashes look like crap when I moved to Leesville, Louisiana, cause there wasn't anybody that did lashes, you know, um, last so game is, is real. 
Yeah. But here's a funny story that just I just remembered. See, my mind is like, if I remember it, I need to tell it. Otherwise, I'm going to forget it. So my Instagram messaging, because um, on TikTok, you cannot send a message unless you're friends with somebody. So a lot of these ladies have been messaging me, and um, I've been actually replying to them. So I've been doing uh, replies to complete strangers, just giving them a mommy maker advice and or doing the videos just because it's easier and you squish out. But there's this lady who messaged me. She's like, uh, I've been following you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm actually a transaction coordinator. I'm like, okay. And I, like, I can literally pull it up and read what she said. But she said something like, I want to get more on social media, but I'm struggling with ideas. And it was just like, that message stood out to me because I have all these mommy maker questions. And then she, she's like, so I just like, well, well, ma'am, you can just do so much. Like, for example, either you're a transaction coordinator, either you're a lender or are a freaking realtor like myself, look, if I'm going to sit down and write on all the ideas, we can be filming, it, like, for example, day, it, a snapshot in a day off, the day of the transaction coordinator, day of, a, you know, like, even if you're a transaction coordinator, even if you're behind computer, you'd be like, and this is how we process the first file, like, the list is so long, and especially for realtors, lenders, this is how I start my pre-approval, add little, you know, comedian touch, and us realtors, oh my god, we can be like, and this is how, on my way to the listing appointment, on my way to the office, like we're building out finally our new office, standalone office. My content ideas are crazy. The shit I'm going to do in there, you know, with my phone, with videographer, I don't care, but it's just going to be my another content piece. And what I want to tell to our audience, because I know we're probably short on time, right, Michelle? Um, like true transparency. So before I got into the surgery, which was three weeks ago, uh, a week off, I met with a professional videographer and we shot three professional videos. Uh, first one was uh, just a you know call to action. Hey, I'm Lana Rodriguez, use my team. Then I did a video with my listing specialist and um, video to my buyer specialist. Have I posted these videos? Absolutely fucking not. They were sent to me, they sit in my Google Drive, it's perfectly edited. I'm like, this is gonna be the day and then I just forget. But like, don't even think, oh, do I need to hire a professional videographer? Eventually you do. If you wanted some nice professional content, eventually you do. We all do. We want to like look nice and professional and pretty. But this is your best friend. Friends, like your phone, like this is, this is a real shit. Okay. Super easy. Like do it. Just do it. Just do it. And like, don't even overthink it. Don't overthink it. And don't want to talk about real estate. Don't talk about real estate. Talk about your cat. If you have a cat, look. Lana Rodriguez here reporting you with my cat. My cat was a mean today. She scratched my face. The end. You know, be um, authentic. Identify. Yeah. <laughs> I had no. I just want to piggyback off that because I kid you not. I had I had somebody who I talked to and we were having this conversation and I was trying to get them to tell me things that they enjoyed outside of selling real estate. And this lady, I I swear it was so random, but she's like, man, I really love sweet tea. And I was like, well, cool. Let's do a video about sweet tea. She goes, well what? Like, it's just an iced tea. And I was like, oh no, no, no. Right. You're going to have do a video. You're going to be holding a pitcher of iced tea and you're going to be talking about how you take your sweet tea, right? You can do a freaking reel on how you make your sweet tea, right? You can do so much. Um, so she did ended up doing a Facebook live where she was talking about how she made her sweet tea and how, she, and then her call to action. And it was, how do you like your iced tea? I shit you not that video went crazy right? People were, there was over a hundred comments of people saying, well, I like my iced tea, half sweet, half this. I like mine with a little lemonade, right? That was a hundred conversations that she got to then take offline, right? Meaning or into private yeah. messenger, right? So you want to talk about your fat orange cat, uh, reporting here live with my fat orange cat named Jerry, right? All of the comments that you get under that, 
send them a message, send them a private message and just start a conversation about the cat. Right. Yeah. And, and those conversations, sure. that's how it naturally transitions into potentially business. Right. So people are always asking, Oh, how do I transition a funny conversation into business? So let's end on that, on that note. And I think you, I'm, I'm, I know for a fact, you'll have good insight here. Um, so if someone messages you on a funny meme, right. How do you transition that conversation into business? When do you feel like it's the right time to do so? Um, and then how do you ultimately land that? Right. So do you say, let's go have coffee. Do you say, let's meet for zoom, yeah. on zoom, you know, FaceTime, whatever. Okay. Good question. So, you know, seven years ago when I started, I had a lot of time to go meet for coffee and lunches and things like that. And that's what I did. Um, right now in my state of life, when I have two kids, when I have a business, I'm very busy. I did not go meet for coffee and lunch, but I will, I will spend my time online. Like, let's say I can to pick up my kid from school and sit with her for two hours at her dance class. And then I'm working on working on my email, my phone. So online conversations are much easier for me. And, um, uh, for our audience, like, don't get me wrong. My, my, my posts are not only memes and funny shit, you know, um, it's, it's 80, 20, you know, 80, 20 rule. Everybody knows about that. You know, 20%, it needs to be, Hey, I'm a realtor. I'm the best realtor in my fucking town. This is my listings. This is what I do. And the rest of it, you know, it's 80 because if you're going to be posting 99% of your real estate shit, people are going to unfollow you. They know you're a great realtor. They get the message. Um, but everyone, when I do those real estate posts, then I'm very strategic. Who replies? And then I'm following up. Like right now, I got a DM this morning. Um, and then it's in my past client from like four years ago. He's like, can you call me? And I'm like, um, well, what's going on? Before we call anybody, we find out what's going on. So then he sent me this paragraph that his friend is having a hard time. So I'm going to look into that, how I can help him. Um, another thing, for example, there's a lot of little engagement posts you can do on Facebook. Um Facebook, I tried it on Instagram, didn't really work for me. But on Facebook, let's say you can say, hey, what was uh, what was the age you bought your first house? And you this, if you're listening, post on Facebook right now or today, tomorrow, what was the age you bought your first house? I did that. I saw somebody else did it. So I just copied it. Engagement is out of the roof. And then you see like, hey, oh, my God. Are you, and then if you have time, you go and engage with those posts, right? So I'm necessarily going to engage with the people on, on, on a funny post because everybody can comment. But when I have that strategic real estate content and I'm going to be really watching who engages with it, you know, and things like that. And Michelle, I know we're out of time, but I want to just share something. Last night uh, when I went on TikTok, guess whose TikTok popped, popped into my TikTok? Um, Val, you know Val? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Val's a sweetheart. She's an agent of California. This amazing, sweet older lady. Yep. And she did, did a TikTok with her client who's 102 years old making a lemon pie or she made a lemon pie. And I watched that TikTok for five times <laughs> only because number one, I was sleepy. And I'm like, am I just seeing this? A 102 year old client of Val's made a TikTok of, of, of a pie and, TikTok, and Val just delivered this content and I'm like, oh my God. So if Val can do it, you can do it fucking too. I believe yep. in you, my friends. I believe in Absolutely. you. Absolutely. There's so much we could talk about with, with that, but I Val is somebody I use as an example all the time because people are like, well, my ideal client is 55 and older. Are they even on Instagram? Are they even on social media? And I say, 
there are plenty of them that are on there as far as consumers, right? But there are very few who are like Val who are trying to sell to them. So you have, if anything, you have a huge opportunity to be in that place. But uh, as far as, you know, creating the messaging and getting people to, to turn those conversations into business, um, that would be a whole nother podcast episode. But um, guys, yeah. I really want you guys to go get connected with Lana if you're not uh, connected to her on Facebook, Instagram, wherever, all of the places. Um, you know, I even just right before we jumped on, I went and saw what you posted on Facebook, right? Like I, I want to be around what you're doing because of the the energy that it draws. And I think that that's what people need. So, uh, why don't you tell us how we can get connected with you offline? Um, give us your TikTok, your Instagram, your Facebook, and, uh, anything else you want to share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you just on Facebook, type in Lana Rodriguez, Colorado, I'll be, I should be the first account that pops in and on Instagram and TikTok, it's at the Lana Rodriguez and you'll see me, you cannot miss me. And I would love to hear from you. If this podcast was any help, me and Michelle would love to hear from you. We're all here for you. We're all for female empowerment and stronger together. I love it. Well, thank you so, so much. This was amazing. And I hope that for all of you guys listening, if this was an episode that mattered and resonated with you, uh, please subscribe, please leave us a review, um, share it with your friends. We'd love to have other people learn more about how to do Instagram better. We'll see you guys in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.